0: In the name of the Father and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. Lent is almost over. This is the fifth Sunday. And uh, I assume everyone fasted, but while fasted, I assume everyone repented. Because fasting alone, by changing certain food, is not enough. It would not, as I was saying, some oil and some. Uh, Uh, fasting food does not equal to the kingdom of God. But our fasting accompanied by our repentance. We have to repent. Fast and repent and pray and give. That's what's needed. Not only fasting. This fasting would help us to offer a good and acceptable repentance. Today's gospel is about this man who was paralyzed for 38 years sitting by the pool waiting for the stirring of the water and water here reminds us with the water of baptism that we received healing and if you do a quick comparison between the the water of the pool back then and the water of baptism you see so many differences this is stirred up the water of the pool is stirred up by, by an angel. But the water of baptism is stirred up by the Trinity, by the Holy Spirit and the work of the Trinity in it. And it gives the water back then, or the water of the pool, give healing, physical healing. But the water of baptism gives us forgiveness of sins. Will be Our sins are forgiven forgiven or, or redeemed or washed away in, in this water. So it's only give physical healing, but this one gives spiritual and, and for the body and the soul also we receive in this uh, water. Also, we notice that the the water of the pool gives healing to one person. Whoever stepped in first received healing, one person at a time, one person. Every time this angel comes, only one person can receive healing. But now the water of baptism gives healing to everyone at any time. All of us, no waiting. You come and you receive your baptism. This is for everyone, for everyone. We learn something from this man was paralyzed for 38 years. Although he's been sick for 38 years, he never lo- lost hope. He's always there waiting for the moving of the water. He's always there. And we ought to be always here, always, because we receive not only physical healing, we also receive forgiveness of sins and eternal life. And we have to come and be pers- persistent and persevere in coming and attending. Because this man will condemn us. He would tell us, you had the source of healing, complete healing, and you ignored it. you being lazy. I, being sick for 38 years, and the chance is only given once, and had so much competition, and so much uh, people um, push me away. We don't push people away in church. Yes, maybe when we, uh, by our actions and our bad deeds, maybe we push people away or deter people away. But he would say that I had the... the, the although I never lost hope, 38 years, I come every time, every time and wait. Maybe one time I'll be the lucky one. But every time you come to our Lord Jesus Christ here, he will never send you back empty. Your sins are forgiven. Once you confess your sins, you'll be forgiven. But we're not taking it as they used to take it. They were taking it seriously to the point that everyone pushing everyone so they can get in first. So we need to learn from this man. St. Chrysostom was saying in the the perseverance of this paralytic man, he's saying this, the perseverance of the paralytic was astonishing. He lay there waiting, never giving up. The past have been alone to discourage him from staying around the place. He was saying, let us be ashamed then, beloved. Let us be ashamed and groan over our excessive laziness. That man had been waiting for 38 years without obtaining what he desired, and he still did not withdraw. He failed not through any carelessness of his own, but through being oppressed and suffering violence from others, and still he did not give up. Unfortunately, even our pray- prayers, I'm not saying about our fasting, I assume everyone is fasting, but, because fasting is an easy thing to do. Repentance maybe would require some work from us to offer repentance. But even prayers, we pray for something. Would you pray for 38 years for something? And you still have hope and faith that you would receive it? Our prayers does not last a week, a month, a year the most. And that's it. fall in despair. And our faith is shaken, and weakened. Why? Yeah, we pray for something and if we don't get it, oh, I guess mm, I don't need it. Or uh, I don't have the time. Let's look different ways. You have to be persistent in asking So, the moving of the water, the stirring up the water will require us to be always there. If you're not there, how would you be to receive healing? So, for us, God would say, come, take my body, eat my body, and drink my blood. And you would receive forgiveness of sins. If I'm home, if I don't come to church, how would that happen? So, you have to be at the place, at the right place. Time. Nothing can replace the, 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 what we receive from the altar. Nothing. Nothing. We receive forgiveness of sins, eternal life from the body and the blood of our Lord Jesus Christ that's offered freely anytime. We have daily liturgies, daily prayers in the church. Yes, you can be attending meetings. You can be attending um, any, any, anything in the church. But if you ignore and you don't, you don't come at the right time taking and receiving the body and, and, and the blood of our Lord Jesus Christ, everything else you do, it's meaningless. The question that was asked, our Lord Jesus Christ does not impose himself. He said to the man, do you want to get well? Do you want to get well? But before we see the answers of this man, blaming others have no one, let's direct the question to us, to everyone sitting today. The same question applies. Do you want to get well? Why are you here? Why are you coming to church? Why do you fast? The question is still there. And we have to answer, why are we here? Do you want to get well? Yes or no? We don't know. We don't ask. We don't answer back. But the Lord is asking us, do you want to get well? You troubled yourself getting up early and dressing up and coming to church and fasting and all. Do you want to get well? That's the question. Unfortunately, most of us are this, like this man, the 38 years being paralyzed. When he was asked the question, do you want to get well? What was his answer? Here's his answer in, in, in verse 7. The sick man answered him, Sir, I have no man to put me into the pool when the water is stirred up. But while I'm coming, another steps down before me. Excuses. What excuse do you have? What excuse do I have? The church is busy, crowded. I can't go in. Fasting is, uh, upsets my stomach. Uh, long prayers hurts my feet. Uh, my eye, the, 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 the projector, the, I cannot see it in the back. Uh, whatever excuses we give. Oh, there's traffic on the way. Uh, always raining on Sunday. Can't get up. Cold. I'm tired. This is my day off. This is if you just come up with excuses from your own. But sometimes nobody asks, nobody visits me from the church. No servant, no abuna, no, nobody. I don't exist. Excuses. Do you think this, these excuses will, will stand for you and, 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 and will be acceptable? The best thing is to blame yourself. A husband will blame himself, not to his wife, not to blame his wife. The wife does not blame herself. Uh, uh, sorry, the w- <laughs> it would sound good, yes. However, <laughs> no, the wife does not bl- blame her husband, but rather blames herself. Kids will blame their self, themselves, and so on everyone to blame themselves but if you start blaming others for your wrongdoing for your still living in sin it's not an acceptable thing God does not impose himself God will never drag you to church to take his body and blood. We'll never do that. He is he's so kind. Do you want to get well? I'll help you if you want to get well. I'm here for you. I came to you. 38 years, I, I looked at your patience. You're being patient. I'm, I'm here for you. I can help you. You see, God gives us our free will free will even two weeks ago we read the gospel of this prodigal son he came to his father and said father give me my portion he divided his livelihood amongst them and he gave his portion the money and he took it and wasted it although the father knew that this is wrong your question is wrong no, but you're free. You want to live away from me? You're free. You want to live in sin? Completely. You're 100% free to do it. But look at this when the same person that was his free will asked his father to give him his portion, he came to himself with his free will. He so said, I get up, I go back to my father and say, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. Please consider me as one of your hard servants. Free will. We never seen that his father sent people to bring him. Go grab him. I know that he's dying out of hunger. Go grab this kid. No, he respects him. But when he sees him coming with his free will, he ran to him, hugged him, and kissed him. And never asked him, what have you done with the money? What did you eat? What did you do away from your father's house? It's all forgotten, all forgiven, everything, free will. He respects our, our will. He doesn't impose himself. You want to get well? Yes, I'll help you. I'm here for you. What's the the, the answer from our Lord Jesus Christ? Get up," he said. Jesus said, "Rise, take up your bed and walk." Rise is not a commandment. This is in, in, uh, basically it's like when he told Lazarus, "Lazarus, come out." This is the work of God. When he created man, he, with his breath, let's make man in our own image and likeness. Rise. Lazarus, come out. This is what we see. Conferring the cure. But the other two, carry, take up your bed, a commandment, and walk, is a commandment. So we ought to carry our burdens, excuses. Carry it. Don't be carried by it. Yes, the bed is either you sleep on it and, uh, and, and your excuses, you think it's comfortable. God will accept it. This is your bed of excuses. But God would say, rise, this is the power I give you, rise, get up, carry your bed, carry what you think is, is, is okay or a good excuse. Carry your burdens, carry your weaknesses and come and walk, walk to me. Be like the prodigal son, walk and I will run to you. Walk. He didn't say Run. Running is for God to bring us. To, would run, he would run to us. He ran. And he hugged his son and kissed him. But he's saying carry your bed. It's, it's, it's uh, Carry it. Carry your mattress of, of sins. Carry your weaknesses. Carry your excuses. Carry it. And walk. St. Augustine was saying... Carrying the bed is an indication of his complete healing. When he said, rise, he gave him a complete healing. To prove this healing that he received, carry your bed. You're different. The bed was carrying you minutes ago. Now you are carrying this bed as an indication of a complete healing. Even if he were silent, his bed would cry out. Also, St. Augustine was saying, what significance is there in the bed? I ask you, what, except that the sick man was carried on the bed, but when healed, he carries the bed. What was said by the apostle, bear your burdens each for the other, and so you will fulfill the law of Christ. Now the law of Christ is love. The last thing I would say, do not sin again. Do not sin again, lest the worst thing will come to you. Once you offer repentance and God accepted you, and you feel the blessing and the grace of God surrounding you, don't look back to sin. Don't, because you may not, you don't know if there's another chance for you. For God Himself will come to you again, like this man. This man was 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 sick because of his sins. Once he received his cured, once he were he was cured, if he goes back, do you think God will come back again and again and again? So don't look back to sin and the life in sin and say, Maybe it was better for me to to stay that way. Continue with God. Live with God. Offer repentance now today. Today. Ask yourself again the same question. Do you want to get well? Say yes, but I need help. I need help. And God will give you help. Himself will come to you. And glory be to God forever and ever. Amen.